This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for a podcast that has worse Russian accent than Scarlett Johansson. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, I give up. <laughs> These are a bunch of dumbass not wearing capes. Dos vidanya. Dos vidanya, everybody. Welcome that means goodbye. to goodbye. Our... Why are you telling our people goodbye? Oh, how do you say hello? Because how... they're no, checking out already. That's why. <laughs> I thought that dos vidanya. Oh, it's this. What's hello goodbye. in Russian? Oh. <laughs> it's not like aloha we'll where it's hello and end. goodbye. It's dos vidanya so long. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know how to say like hello to Scarlett Johansson. You're, you're saying so long to Scarlett Johansson. She doesn't even. First yeah. off, she doesn't. It's not that even she has a worse Rus- Russian accent. She doesn't even have one. She just doesn't try. Okay, let's just jump in, folks. We're talking about Black Widow. Hello. We're talking about. Black <laughs> she haven't realized Scar- it yet. Full spoilers <laughs> no. off the bat. We're holding nothing. Full back. spoilers. We're just, we're just jumping right in. There's not going to be well, 3.0. Throw whatever stuff we throw in the beginning of the podcast. Scarlett Johansson slept walk through this movie. Oh my! Slept walk wow. through this movie. Wow. Yeah. You Did disagree? It. No, no, no. I do agree. She was third banana in this movie. <laughs> third banana. She was collecting a paycheck. She was like. And what a good I'm gonna be done. Is. I, yeah, I'm gonna be done with this. She was just no, like, but you "Hey, know what? everybody!" You, she's like, "Your turn." She's like, "You ever go to the opera?" And then there's always no. that guy holding the curtain at the curtain call. He's like, "Oh, everybody, you, you could, oh, come in. You could come in. You could come." And he's like being magnanimous, letting everybody take the spotlight. That, that, Scarlett Johansson's that person at the at the end of the opera, just like letting people go and take their bows and not. I'll like, counter being, oh, that. Oh. I'll counter that and say, okay, she actually was very good in this movie because she does put in the work but she got outacted by the other people <laughs> that's the thing she got outacted by florence yeah. Pugh and by david harbour who stole the show she was third third wheel in her own movie yeah that's is it her fault or the and script that's the, i don't think that's her fault though it's right. not her fault is it the script no i think you know what it is and i'm not the first person to say this but People have been saying for years that Scarlett Johansson is was never the right person to be Black Widow. No, I agree. She I only ever got agree. she she only got cast because she's well liked and she's popular. Because Emily Blunt backed out at the last minute. Right? Didn't she go and do the Devil Wears Prada? No, she was in oh, some no. kind of contract sorry. she couldn't get out of. I think. No, no, no. yeah, sorry. Right. The Devil Wears Prada was like two thousand five. It, it, it was for a worse movie. It was for a worse movie. It was something, but. Uh... Yeah, Emily Blunt would have been a lot better. Scarlett Johansson is is I like her in a lot of movies. Um, She's good in smaller like, movies, like in Spike Jones movies. <laughs> Lost in Translation. Yeah, she was great in that. Uh, you know, she just quietly walking through a Buddhist temple. She got that down, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't feel it. You know, I, I agree with Ariane. Well, you won't have to anymore. She's uh, she's gone. What? Wait, did you just say you agreed with Ariani? I know, right? It's the person first. who hates fun, you agree with that? I person. don't hate fun. No, no, no. Don't spread that vicious lie. <laughs> this, when like we a talk wet Loki on another podcast, that's been left in the refrigerator I mean. for three hours. Do not spread such vicious lies um, about me. 
<laughs> Here's the thing. Did you guys like this movie? So we saw it together, yes. right? We had a. Uh, right, right. I call it the the, the vaxxed widow party. We uh, <laughs> we, right. we all had our COVID nineteen shots and we watched the movie at T's house. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Three thank, is for, there for screening T. Um, and I think the consensus was everybody really enjoyed it, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. It was decent. I enjoyed good movie. it so much. I put it in one of my top ten, honestly, because you know what I really liked about the movie is that top ten of the year or top ten for Marvel. Top ten for Marvel. Because oh, okay. I like the stakes in that movie. It didn't. I like. It didn't feel like there was this cataclysmic thing. It was just something like it. The script felt tighter to me. Like it just felt just punchy, the space station falling out of the sky. No, nothing to worry about. <laughs> Guy no. who had every 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 politician in his back pocket and it could touch a button and then make economies collapse. Low stake <laughs> stuff. Yeah, not nothing important, really. Well, I mean, I, I, Ariane, you know I what see I mean? what Ariane said. I know what it's she means. Like, it's not it's an not infinity like, gauntlet. Like yes, right. exactly. And it's it felt like after such like a huge, crazy, big, and even after Far From Home, Far From Home had Mysterio doing crazy, insane stuff, and this the bad guy was just a creep in a suit. How many bad? He, how many? Here's the how problem. many bad guys are creeps in suits? In real life, a lot of them, I think. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the thing: this is a comic book movie about a main character with no superpowers. So, you kind of got to give her something on her level. Like she's not going to be fighting Mysterio. You know what I mean? She's not going to be fighting Thanos. She's going to be fighting a man in a suit, basically. Yeah. Which is fair, or, obviously. Right. No, no, I'm, I'm not criticizing it for that. That That's just the nature of the character. Same thing with the, the Hawkeye TV show that's going to come out. You know he's not yeah. going to be fighting anybody crazy. He's just going to no, be and, probably killing and a bunch of Falcon mob Falcon and the Winter Soldier did the same. Right. Um, I I would have liked to have seen more superhero-y stuff. And, and you know, David Harbour was the, was the, uh, the gateway for that. I think... Uh, and you know what, Anthony... You and I caught it immediately, but nowhere on the you know the internet, YouTube sphere, Twitter sphere, or whatever, did people pick out the Ursa Major. Yeah, uh, that reference. was like a I didn't deep see. cut. I mean, we we were talking every, about every, that, right? You know, but no one noticed, and, right? And every button, not in a single Easter egg breakdown, did they have the uh, anywhere I've seen at least. Um, I heard there was two, it, two podcasts mentioned it. But they mentioned it like nonchalantly, like, "Oh, that Ursa was meant to be Ursa Major," and well, they just yeah, right, it was like it a like little, that. it was a little uh, cameo type thing with a very giant, handsome man. Yeah. So, so the guy we're talking about is the one whose arm the Red Guardian breaks when he's in prison when he's arm wrestling everybody. Right. Right. In the comic books, Ursa Major is a huge, giant Russian bear, basically. Right. He's, a, he's like he's, a he's mutant, like a Hulk right? that turns into yeah, a like bear, a Hulk, but right? he's a bear. And he's part of the Soviet super soldiers, which is the Winter Guard of the Avengers. Winter Guard, Soviet super soldier, has a bunch of different names, right? Yeah. But, like, Um, they name-dropped a couple of them, right? So Ursa Major got named. She even called the Red Guardian, she called him the Crimson Dynamo, which is another member, right? She was leaving him below with in front of him. Which is is, uh, analog to Iron Man, right? Right. Oh, cool. Guy Guy in suit. Guy in suit. But um, but it's all red, right? Um, right. 
I would have liked to have seen those folks in it, you know, in but the, the movie beginning. Was I mean, about, even like a, it was about family. There was no time for that. We had to focus on family. Nefiest in the furious. Not that movie. movie that's another podcast. Also, no, but still, this movie also had the, that dynamic, obviously, which I also really liked. I like when the MCU does that stuff. I think it's always very good. That's why I like Guardians of the Galaxy so much. They do no, like the, the writing in this was good. The acting was good. The, yeah. the little scenes. I mean, the, the best scene of the movie is Alexi, you know, the Red Guardian and, and Yelena Belova in the room talking and he starts singing American right. Pie. You know, I, that's the best scene of the movie, I think. But Yeah, Yelena Belova was great. What's the actress's name again? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, she was great. Like, she, like, was sti- like, I turned to you guys when we were watching. I was like, she's stealing this movie. She's, and David she's Harbour. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Right, and the two of them were just so huge and interesting to look at. And then Scarlett Johansson says a line, and it's like, okay. You know, you know it, it, it felt like it wasn't a movie to let the Black Widow shine. It was a movie to pass it off to another Black Widow and say, this is going to be who you're dealing with. So right. they had to make Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, you know, make it believable that, that Yelena Blova could take over for Natasha and... I think they did that pretty well. You know, I don't think anybody left there saying we don't want to see a Black Widow movie with her, without her. I mean, and she's right? Did young. I say that right? Yeah, she's she's young enough to to keep the part going for a good ten years if she wanted to. Um, I I I like the movie. I think the movie was a solid B Marvel movie, not B movie. You know, but like giving it like a school grade, letter grade, um, letter grade, um. Uh, I think I think it was really good. I enjoyed it. I liked a lot of it. I thought it was great. I liked the um, that they they leaned into the human trafficking uh, aspect of it. I thought that was really important. I thought that there was there was a lot of uh, good stuff in there, but I, it didn't feel like more bang for my buck than the Disney Plus shows. I don't you know what I mean? Like the Disney Plus shows were here. I don't know how much more, like. Do you think maybe it's here, because of here's the, the pro- here's the problem? T. It felt like this could. It felt like this could have been the show. Now, I, I forget. I think it was you, Ariane, who said to me, or it was, I forget. If it was you or Kate who said, "Well, it's Scarlett Johansson. You can't. You know, she's a huge movie star. She's not. You know, it's right. like. Yeah. Well, we all kind of said that. Do- at, at, yeah. At your yeah. place. Um, what were you going to say, Spade? You know, I I think it's more than that. I think, you know, I've said this on the podcast before. There's a couple things, I think, that, that left, like, a little bit of an underwhelming feeling. I think the delay definitely hurt this movie. This could, If this was ready right. to go last year, they should have dropped it last... It was supposed to come out in May, right, 2020. J- last July, they, they could have done it. You know what I mean? This podcast was recorded before the lawsuit between Scarlett Johansson and Disney regarding bonuses and compensation in terms of box office ticket sales. They would have. There's a big story today how the movie theaters are mad at Disney, right? Because it has a huge drop off in ticket sales and everything like that. But they, you gave everybody the option to watch it from home. So anybody that's going to repeat view it is just going to watch it on Disney Plus and then they own home, it for right. thirty bucks. You know, yeah. I know people do. Did definitely go to the theater to see it, but no, and, we and we're go. guilty of that. No, we didn't right. go. Right, we came to my, came to my house. Anthony, did you buy it on Disney Plus? No, I'm gonna wait no. until um, October when it comes out on mm. DVD, and I'll, I'll own the Blu-ray and the thing for the same price. 
And then now, this would, if it if yeah. if they gave you this offer December fifteenth of this past year, I would have paid. Would for you it. have bought? Yeah, would have paid I would have bought it. it. Right. Another thing that the theater owners are mad about is that how much did it make on Disney Plus? Like sixty million just 60 on Disney Plus. Yeah. Disney keeps all of that because right. whatever ticket sales are made in theaters, they have to pay a cut of that to all the theaters. And all the distributors, they have to pay a cut to the movie theaters. But people that rent it on Disney Plus, that's their money. It's clean. They don't have to pay anybody. So it's just like it's kind of like an incentive Which, for them to just like why clean money. Clean anyway. <laughs> Which I find to, to be a, a little weird account, that so. they would delay it so long because, like T just said, if they got thirty bucks out of us, right? If they would have did right. it last year, it's a hundred and fifty dollars. Right. You know what I mean? So a lot of people were hedging their bets. And HBO Max threw a wrench in everybody's plans because they were like, screw it, we're releasing all our 2021 releases simultaneously. And so every, now people are playing catch-up with Warner Brothers. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, but- and it was, a, it was at a time when people were desperate for Marvel content. It was like, oh my gosh. And now we just got through... WandaVision? Like, like, like firecrackers. WandaVision... Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, Loki, and now Black Widow, and Black Widow's like, yeah, that's that's great. It was really, it was good. It you was know, good. I enjoyed it. You, you know, know what, what I mean? I We're not like, oh my gosh, Marvel's back. You know. You know right. what I think their line of thinking is? Their line of thinking was that okay, we have these Disney Plus exclusive series that are coming out just for the for the app for the streaming service. Right, right, right. They figured, okay, that's gonna hold people over. Which it kind of has, honestly. Like, we've been talking about Disney Plus series nonstop since March. It held people over until they knew, okay, we can release this in theaters. Because look at how much money they lost with Mulan and Raya. Maybe they wouldn't have lost as much money with Black Widow, but, you know. They're making they're making more money still having it in theaters versus doing just the one thing. But, Ariane, like, all due respect to Mulan and Raya, I don't know how many people are really running out to see that stuff. You know what I mean? If they released Marvel content, the people were going to pay for it. I mean, the the big problem is you only have to wait three months and then it's available on Disney Plus Disney anyway. Plus. So like, yeah. like Mulan, I wasn't going to pay for. I figured I'll just watch it when it comes on Disney Plus. Ryan didn't pay for it. My kids waited the two months or whatever it was. And we watched it the first day it was available. You know what yeah. I mean? Like The pandemic. Oh, I watched though. I watched though. What's the one with... Uh, the the merfolk with the the, the Italian oh, Luca Luca yeah I watched that with my boys so that was just dropped that's a Pixar yeah it's Pixar dropped, Pixar right? was yeah. just like we'll release it it's fine it was, well, it was nice I, Soul, I, I enjoyed right? it they, they released and a bunch Soul. of Pixar movies yeah yeah right but not to get too off topic just because obviously we're supposed to be discussing the quality of the film itself I mean even just the action I really like the action the fight choreography there were some was great good. action scenes yeah. What do you guys think about the whole how people feel about Taskmaster? We didn't even touch on that. A lot of people are mixed on that. Oh, okay. You guys are I shaking mean, your heads. <laughs> no, I mean, I honestly, I don't know enough about Taskmaster to really care one way or another. I mean, from what I understand, he's like more of a quippy guy, and you you, you did the Deadpool thing and Wolverine. And how Origins many quippy guys do we his... have in Marvel? Yeah, right. But I mean, they did the Deadpool Origins thing. You take his, away his ability to speak. It's kind of like corny, right? Um, I want to be honest. Go ahead, T. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Continue, Anthony. No, I was going to say the big rumor was that um, 
Rachel Weiss, uh, her character Melina was going to be Taskmaster, right? So as soon as they start talking about the daughter, I lean over to T. I go, the daughter's going to be Taskmaster. Watch this. Yeah, I was like, like oh, thinking yeah. the same. Like, yep. like you know, I'm thinking it, and then I hear Anthony in my in my ears. Yeah, you get. It. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's happening? It was kind of weird. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, my to brain me, it was wasn't like a big was... a big surprise, right? No. Um, and everything can't be a big surprise because you know we're looking into that. You know, we're not. You know, so here's the thing: Taskmaster was an ass character from the beginning. <laughs> he would like. I, all, with all due respect to George Perez, and I think it was George Perez who who did his costume, I think. I'm not sure. I have to look that up. Don't, don't, you, uh, don't take my word for that. It was like he had the pirate boots and he had the thing and he had like – he was like that in a 90s extreme character, but it was before the 90s, right? It was felt like Rob Liefeld. Would have would have thought him up because what's his powers? His powers is he has all the powers. He can copy. So, 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 and in the comic book, he didn't have a character. He was just kind of like a jerk, right? The most interesting thing about the character was me doing a little bit of Taskmaster. Like I went on, you know, YouTubing people going over Taskmaster saying, and then there was a story that I didn't read because it probably came out like within the last 15 years or something that he didn't have enough space in his brain for the things that he he would because he had to learn all the moves Mm -hmm. he had it like a hard drive he had to erase stuff from his head so that he could learn all this stuff because there's only a, a limited amount of stuff he could learn so he would forget about his wife or his family or his children or his background or when he's him growing up or that time he first went swimming or something like that and then somebody was describing it. I was like, oh, wow, that sounds kind of cool. I didn't know about that character, that thing about the character back when I was reading comics in the 80s. I didn't know about it that when he was going like that. And that was the most interesting thing about him. But that was something that they had to do because if you looked at him, what is he? He's like a mixture between Deathstroke and yeah, he, the he's Punisher. A, he's a combination of everybody. And, and I do the things, and I got the shield-like cap. I got this thing, and I got the bows, and I got the whole things. It, it, he's not a great character. Nobody gave a about this character 20 years ago. No one brought up Taskmaster. No, no one was making their, I need to see Taskmaster in the MCU, my top 20 characters I want to see in Marvel movies. Taskmaster wasn't there. He's bargain basement bottom of the bin. Going okay, we got to throw a villain. Let's throw a villain that no one wants to use and try and make it interesting. All these people who are online, again, it's not going to be a lot. It's going to be just same seven know, people that are mad that Marvel is female. Same seven people who their childhoods continuously get ruined every time <laughs> something's released. I mean, the best thing, the best thing about the Taskmaster for me, I think. I mean. It's it's kind of just further emphasizing how evil Ray Winstone, um, Drakov. That's the character, right? Just right. how so he's evil the real Drakov, villain, right? He's the real villain. Just how evil Taskmaster he is, is he just a henchman. Yeah, but it's his own daughter. It's his own right. child, and it's just like okay, he saved his child, but he 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 experimented on her. He, he turned her into a weapon. And it's just right. like how how right. cruel, like it's very cruel. And once again, Marvel is just good at the evil daddies, just 
all these evil daddies, <laughs> you know, just, um, and another one. And I think Ray Winstone is, is up there, um, with Thanos and Ego. As, I, I thought he played a good villain. He's a very good villain. He's always a good you villain. Know? I like him. I like him a lot. And it, it really feels very grounded, like, uh, I think Kate said, and a lot of people said this, that it gave Harvey Weinstein. My wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it matches with your accent. Yes, T, we your know. Your your horrible accent that you tried for the intro. My wife. The anyway. Deco's daughter. Uh, no. I keep that on was going good. That wasn't bad, that. T. That wasn't that was bad. That wasn't half bad. I think you have to, like, tap into, like, your... your... Daughter. I know I did the, the the I keep I start Russian and then I trail off to Try some kind family. of skin in it. <laughs> family, <laughs> family. Anyway, Ray Winstone, as far as I'm concerned, great villain, uh, definitely very menacing, um, and I'm surprised at the the level of like visceral violence. Like a lot of people were putting like trigger warnings for people who if like if you've experienced domestic violence that scene at the end where he's hitting scarlett johansson that that was a rough thing i i, I really dug his his whole vibe I mean, b- between that or melina experimenting on the pigs and making them stop breathing oh, I, I guess uh, yeah that <laughs> just also was really scary that was so scary and we i feel like this movie did not utilize rachel vise enough it utilized her very well but i felt like she she kind of was more to the background than than the other two. Yeah. Sometimes you get these actors that you wish that they gave them more meaty roles, like Idris Elba, you know. I you know, I wish Idris Elba had his own Marvel movie, you know, it, instead of being like, you know, a tertiary character like the, in Thor the Dark the, World. The C list Avengers, like him and right. uh, the first casualty <laughs> in Infinity yeah. War. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But um no, I mean, so overall, I, we're not talking about David Harbour enough as oh, Red Guardian. So he was funny. awesome. I didn't expect him to be so funny. No, I mean, I'm only used to him from Stranger Things, really, and and in Hellboy. So like, this was a really different for him, and and you know, I really, even in the beginning, I was a little kind of like jarred, like when they were just talking with like regular English accents when they're playing the the family thing. I'm like. Oh, okay, I guess everybody's the Scarlett Johansson, uh, not even going to try a Russian accent thing. And then all of a sudden he starts speaking Russian and stuff, and he was just great. The scene at the uh, in Cuba, right? That's where they went? When he like when he gave up the daughters and everything? Yeah, like, that was in Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. And then him lying and about somebody... fighting Captain America. <laughs> There's people doing videos online saying, well, you know, Captain America's traveling through time. He might have fought him. You know, somebody online was like, you know, the timeline works out so that Captain, uh, what was it, uh, from what's what's his character's name in Stranger Things? Hopper. Oh, David or uh, Hopper. Da- H- Hopper. Uh, that Hopper gets caught with the Russians there in the eighties, and that's pretty much when and he turns into Red Guardian <laughs> was put in a Russian jail. That's so so it's actually Hopper. That's pretty funny, actually. Anyway. Um, I think we but all no, agree. He, he was he was great. I think he's gonna be back. He should be yeah, back. They he should, should bring be him back. back. Yeah. So here's my big beef with the movie, right? Oh boy. The end. The end sequence, right? And I said this to you right away when they're all making their escape, and Scarlett Johansson goes, "Don't worry, I got this." And you see Ross and all the people pulling up, and they're like seven feet away from her. And then the next scene is her with blonde hair chilling out, getting her Avengers plane. Like, how did she escape? She got it. She That's all she said. She's a super spy, dude. 
this is like the King Kong logistics for me. Whenever they trank him and then they say, oh, we're going to put him on the boat. The next scene, he's on the boat. They never show you how they actually got him on the boat. It's not That's very what I interesting. See. It's not interesting. Oh, Just it would have been so boat. interesting, a conversation between Black and Widow Ross. and uh, They had a conversation Ross. in the beginning. It was enough. I didn't need them to draw it out anymore. Bad guy was beat. We know what happens to her. It didn't need to get any more complicated than that. But he he's got a vendetta to get her. That's it. Yeah, and no he did. What. Yeah. He, Ross is yeah, by he, the books. Yeah, but he didn't get her. <laughs> we right. know but that. But how he did he get her? Who What'd cares? She, do? she beat up all them guys. She could have done one. La- she could have done one last super spy thing. Put a face on and a and a. Yeah, he, it, 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 they could have thought of something creative and cool to put they in there. They didn't have the time oppor- or the budget. That's a missed opportunity. It's called a missed but opportunity. It's, uh, honestly, it just felt weird in the movie. It just felt weird that they. Because everything flowed pretty well. And then that just stuck out like a sore thumb, really. Nah, can, oh, and I Kate's can, criticism there it. at the very last scene of uh, of the film where her Handler? supplier, her supplier, what's his name? I don't know. Some guy oh. who brought her all the stuff. Oh, boyfriend. And, and <laughs> her boyfriend, her, her not boyfriend, right? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, oh, and, and she goes, and she goes to him. She goes, you've been a really good friend to me. And he turns around. That's what every man wants to hear. Like, <laughs> and then Kate's like, "What the hell? What? Why do we need that? Why does that need to be there? What to remind us that everybody wants to sleep with Car- Scarlett Johansson? Everybody wants to sleep with Gar- Scarlett Johansson. Ninety percent of the ninety-nine percent of the population of the planet, irrespective of gender or age, wants to sleep with Scarlett Johansson. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to be reminded. <laughs> was- it's it's the subtlety of a sledgehammer." But right. This is, do you know what his character's name is? No. Mason. Do you know who Mason is? He was he was a, a power forward for the Knicks back in the nineties. <laughs> Not Anthony Mason. Knicks go to I got a heart like John Stark shooting mad sparks. <laughs> no, but Anthony he's, Mason, Mason your face. <laughs> yes, all no, true. No, I don't know he, who is uh, all true. Oh boy. I, I can't think of the characters for is it Phineas Mason? Am I saying that right? From Spider Man? That that's his son. He's the he's the villain. He's the son of a Spider-Man villain. What's what Spider-Man villain? Mace the Tinkerer. What, what's his? Oh, the Tinkerer. Yeah, he's the son of the Tinkerer. It's like the the Marvel version of DC's Toy Man, right? right. Oh, the, the right. One from Spider-Man oh. Homecoming. Oh, right. And that he was there with Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, and he was the guy just like making all the tink- stuff tinkering, I guess. Yeah, for for lack of a better term. <laughs> right. 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 This could have definitely been a, a Disney Plus show. Here's the thing. You can have the same movie, make it current in the timeline, cut Scarlett Johansson out, and still tell the same story, right? And you can do your handoff. My thing is, Disney Plus show, you have Scarlett Johansson getting thrown off the cliff with Hawkeye. Her life flashes before her eyes. You do four episodes, an hour each of her on a mission. You can have her with a different Avenger. The first one could have been her and Hawkeye running around. You could have so her- So each and- episode is a different mission? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you do like her life flashing before her eyes kind of thing, and, and you then just do it... different. Yeah, yeah, cool. I like that. Yeah, and then jumping the... around, and then at the end, the last scene is just her splat on the ground, and you're done. Or oh, the last, God. the last episode. How very not really, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> the no, last could... episode is a is a Yelena Belova mission. Scene. The post credit scene. Oh yeah, uh, Julia Willis Dreyfus comes back. Is back. Yeah. Yep. Or this was supposed to be her first appearance. Yeah. You're happy that they 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 did the Black Widow movie? I'm happy 
with how they did it yeah because a lot of times sometimes shows they kind of draw out things um and yeah it's good to like see all the details and stuff like that but movies are very strategic in how they edit things what they choose to include what they choose to exclude and i think this was this was honestly serviceable um with what they could do with black widow and scarlett johansson so you used you used the term serviceable so let's say you just spent the night with somebody for the first time and you said how was it for you and they said serviceable <laughs> would, you, would 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 you take that as a compliment why are you why why is that the comparison why i'm just making things interesting but i mean serviceable Service. is not a compliment i'm going to end the podcast is, right here serviceable the thing every guy wants to hear <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Okay, let me try it. Let me try it. And now for a podcast that has worse Russian accent then Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, he went, I went Norwegian at the you end. Went, you went Borat, no. dude. You don't go <laughs> no, 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 Let me try again. <laughs> and, and, now for po- and now for podcast. And now for podcast. Oh, come on. And now for podcast. That has worse. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I well, can't do now it. we have material this, for we, the end. <laughs> yeah, this is great right, 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 right. for the, for gonna, the uh, No matter how I do it. This is what's going to be it's, it's, it because go, it's, it's talking it's, about a bad podcast. Like Sasha I mean, Baron a, Cohen, a, a bad accent, right? And now, and now, <clears throat> and now for a podcast that has res, Russian accent that Scarlett Johansson. Did I say Johansson? What? You're and now not for even the podcast. This is not all podcasts wear capes. And now for the podcast that just... has a worse Russian accent than Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> This is I not all should... podcasts wear capes. <laughs> I think we should go with that. That whole thing. <laughs> Just right up the front. <laughs> we do your ridiculous one. We'll leave my good one in there. And then we'll yeah. start the podcast. I no, I think what works is doing spades. <laughs> and then we'll, uh-huh. we'll have T's failed attempts at the end. <laughs> I mean, let me try one more time. Let me try one more time. Let me. Ch- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel Gregory Krostachevsky. Krostachevsky. Hold on. And now for a podcast that has worse Russian accent than Scarlett Johansson.